two black minds, two black minds. We are two black minds back and in effect for another riveting episode this week. I go by the name of GC, the Golden City's Golden Boy, Found Souls Fam's front man from way back when. If you didn't know, I'll tell you now. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. I'm a capital K-I-N-G. Just a young black man trying to build his kingdom and it's building. Kafson, how you doing? Proper back to the original one, yeah? Is that, was that the original that, that one? That was the okay. original one. You know, I could also blubber at the <laughs> Flowing, same time. Yeah. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a capital K-I-N-G. Just a young man trying to build his kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this building. That was the original. Come back to the originals, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm slowly also owning it. I'm a king, I'm a oh, king. Oh, yeah? Yeah? I expect you to echo it, man. Nah, nah, nah. We can do the stereo. <laughs> you should be doing ad libs at least. Okay. <laughs> Harmonize on it, yeah. <laughs> Harmonize on it. I'm good. I'm good. What's up with you? I'm good, man. It's been yeah. an interesting week. Uh huh. Sure. It's my birthday week. No way. It's my birthday the other day. What? Twenty fourth, get... the fourth. That's twenty fourth of April. I'll get you a walking stick. So yeah, I'm getting old. Definitely. <laughs> the uh, the, the pins in my needle in my knees are getting there. Pins and needles? Yeah, pins and needles in my knees. That's you showing I've proper getting gold. <laughs> Every time I get up out of a chair, yeah. I'm starting to make a sound. You you remember your uncle? Was it your uncle that you talked about how he gets out of the oh, chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're picking up on you. I'm just like that. A, all of a sudden, there's a noise whenever I stand up or whenever I have to do a quick movement. Oh, okay. Is it the synovial fluid? Or yeah, I think it is. Is it fluid in your joints or something? Yeah. I'm showing it's my crack. biology. No, I'm but my... also... It's me. I'm actually saying something when I get up. I move like, <laughs> I'm grunting every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old, man. Okay, you're getting old. Good life, man. Good life. Exactly. How are you? I'm alive. I'm alive. How you been since last week? Ah, I'm kicking, actually. You know what? No, it's been one of those kind of like times when you start losing track of your days again. Oh, yeah? Too many things on your plate. You're kind of like, this wheel is spinning, but potentially sometimes you think, oh, is it spinning too fast? You know, I went past a branch that I don't see kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to duck real fast. Yeah, you have to duck real fast and also <laughs> my week. That's kind of like been my week. Yeah. You know, but it's been a lovely week. You know, sometimes when you have those weeks where you're kind of like really every dot has got to be, you know, counted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet they are moving so fast. You appreciate it. It's like a workout in the gym. Mate, we need to hit the gym. I haven't hit the gym either as well, you know? I knew that was going to disturb you. know what? You. The, reason, the reason why I said that is because I'm actually signing up for a gym next week. Oh, okay. First of May, I said I'm back. Uh-huh. I haven't been in the gym for it's like that, two and a half years. It's that time when people are making New Year's resolutions, isn't it? <laughs> because of this COVID thing. That's correct. Yeah, so, so, te- so technically, it, since, well, when lockdown ends, yeah. it's technically still New 2000. Uh-huh. So I mean, it's January 2000 still. <laughs> Anyone to, so, to justify your shortcomings exactly, last year. <laughs> exactly. To delete a whole year out of delete our lives. Delete a whole year out of the lives. Yeah, that's it. But, we're, but back yeah. with a, we're back with a good episode today. Yeah. Last End of last week, me and you kind of like sat in a car and just had like a long conversation. We had a long one. So I want to reenact that conversation to some extent. Go deeper, go fuller, you know. Is it diluted already though? It might have been or it may not have been. Because it we'll was see. a very good conversation. It was a good conversation. It, it was another two it, episodes, wasn't it? I think it, it came from left field. I don't know if you knew that that's where my mind was at. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, that. yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Let's, let's do that. As soon as I put some points, you're like, we need to talk. Yeah, you're like, exactly. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need to. So, Go on, so for it. our listeners, um, this week's conversation and discussion yeah. is about spirituality. Oh, yeah. Specifically, spirituality and the questions of the divine. Okay. Now I've been having a interesting um few years. Yeah. In terms of my thoughts towards deity and things of that nature. 
All right. And I kind of say now that the stance I have today is not the stance I once had. All right. So that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about today, if that's all right. <laughs> if Man, that's all right want, with the world. You just want a therapy chair, don't you? That's correct. So I have this joke with my, uh, I have this joke with um, Danger, who, um, who I do the podcast with, the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. Broken Generation. And he always says, look, men don't go to therapy. We just start podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've done two. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm desperately running away from the therapy chair oh, just to talk. Real. Just to, well, to some, you guys. Sometimes just being able to keep to your close ones and, you know, yeah. they give you the truth, they give you whatever. I think that's amazing. <laughs> that's the best way. Definitely. So let's talk about spirituality. Let's talk about spirituality. Shall I start this off or do you want to? Nah, nah, you go. Because this is your thing. So, you know, uh, me, I'll, I'll just hint and then you talk for two hours and then I hint again. Nah, 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 we're not, do, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna have me on my <laughs> leaning on the sofa <laughs> like this is the therapist's office I know but okay. for real yeah I'll, talk, I'll say it like this oh before you do you want to define them things uh, we can define them we or can do we need them. to define them I think everyone knows where spirituality is where the divine is in their own way so should we leave it okay, blunt we'll, we'll, we'll leave it open for the moment yeah <clears throat> but there are some specifics that we need to define so let's start with this me I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a Christian church, believing Christian religion, believing the Christian thoughts of Jesus, the coming Messiah, the lion from the tribe of Judah, all of these good Christian understandings. You're taking people deep, you know. Yeah, Your Bible is one of those that's leather that's already worn out. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've worn out like three Bibles and now I'm on my fourth or something oh, like really? that. Um, and that faith that I once held dear, I do not hold or call dear today. As much today specifics are i no longer call myself a christian for real facts okay i i no longer um claim that tag in any way shape or form today and and for background information to our listeners like not only did i grow up in church like my mother was um a sunday school teacher my father was a, a was a minister for a number of years i was myself a minister um a licensed minister was leading funerals, Lord's suppers, baptisms, things of that nature. Preaching on Sundays, at least twice every Sunday morning, at least twice every month. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> leading the youth group, leading um, ministry, leading prayer services, leading Bible studies, leading Sunday school. So when I say I was a Christian, I wasn't just a person that went to church. Okay. I was, person that, I was a person Leaves that was deeply Christian. trying to live a life that was exalting of this Jesus that I believed in. Yeah. Not the white one. <laughs> Definitely not the white one. Yeah, for sure. But at the time, actually, I did think he was white, to be honest. Controversial, controversial. <laughs> um, and even going further, like I went in, went to a Bible college. Uh-huh. So I had this revelation, this desire to become a pastor. And so not just an everyday Christian, but someone who leads other people in the faith. Yes. Preaching and teaching and in every other way, shape or form. Um, to the point where I dedicated three years, I did an undergrad um, in theology, Christian theology. Mm-hmm. And then I even went further um, and started my master's degree in um, Christian thought and religious studies. So it's not just three years. Not only did I go to church every Sunday, I went and did a three-year full-on undergrad. Yeah. And I then went on and did the postgrad. So the church is losing one of its students. Uh, you could say that, yeah, I yeah. guess. Or has lost, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm, I'm keeping with his losing. Okay, that's fine. Because they say sometimes there is a lost ship. Okay. You know, However, you just need to send the shepherd out. <laughs> However you want to word it, it's yeah. fine. 
Um, so about three, and I'll, I'll say it like this, around three years ago, I kind of um, had a number of things happening in my my life personally. Um, probably over three years now. Yeah, three and a half, four years. Um, and started questioning a number of things. And that kind of led me on to where I am today. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep, yep. So I think today is probably one of the earliest times I've actually audibly said, look, I am no longer professing yes. um, the Christian faith. But I've been feeling that way for a number of years. Do you feel relieved now that you've put it out there in the world? Yeah, man. We talked about legacy. You know, once it goes on the pod out, it's out. That's a fact. And this is going out, you know what I mean? We're not going to yeah, delete this yeah, one. That's it. <laughs> and so, so the, that's the things I want to start with. I just want to talk about it. That's where I once was. And let's talk about what I believe now today. Yeah. Okay. Um, feel free to ask questions and we can go into back and forth. Like I that. said, I'm going to hint you talk for two hours and I eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my current stance, yeah? yeah. My current stance is that I believe creation is proof of a creator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my current stance. My current stance is that I don't necessarily need to call that creator God. Okay. I don't necessarily need to call that creator father. Okay. Um, and I can because of my Christian beliefs from growing up, because that's kind of how I relate to God. Yeah. That's kind of my understanding of God is that, okay, it's a, it's a God, it's a figure, but it's not necessarily a figure. It's, um, I even call it like the supreme consciousness. Sure, sure. Or the, the divine or the universe, however you want to define it. May I pause you there a little yep, bit? Yep, go for yeah. it. The, fight, the finiteness of our existence yep. is what supports our desire to tag something. Yep. Even that that in our mind we think is unlimited, we still tag it. For example, even that that we don't know, we still name it void. Yep, okay. There is nothing there, but we still need to name the nothingness. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so by naming the nothingness, it is actually a we, ma- we made it, we, we make, make it, it something, something, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, for you talking about the divine, talking about um, some, talking about another, let me call it entity because we are making it yeah, present, and yet you're still naming it. Yeah, I want you to, in a sense, resolve with the fact that okay, either I'm calling it God or I'm calling it divine or I'm calling it whatever, but there is a certain spiritualness that you still hold within you yeah 100%, yeah? 100%. Um, I would never say that I I'm not spiritual okay in fact I'd even go forward I'd even go forward and say that everything is spiritual mm-hmm. it's all spiritual um, plug 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 so when I say plug <laughs> I've got a, a a free book coming out soon yeah <laughs> a free ebook I'm putting out there um, called it's all spiritual yeah and I'll kind of touch on some of these things anyway yep um so yeah, go forward. I don't okay. really, uh, for me personally, you can call it God. I call him God. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. To me, sure. th- those are just superficial things. And words will always fail us. We'll never have the best words to use to describe something. In a few years time, there'll be another word that's probably better to Which use. Which is why I said the way, finiteness. You know, there is a limit to our comprehension, to our understanding sure. of ourselves as well, that we still need to find a definition. And if you think about the word God, yep. it's purely a word, you know? We could have believed it being called, let me make up a word of uh, plo, plocosta or something, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. But because it has been put onto an entity that each and every one comes with, then plocosta, and if it's in the diary, I'm amazed because I don't know what that plocosta <laughs> yeah, means. Up, yeah. You know, I'm going to call plocosta the whole time. So plocosta 
if everyone kind of like believes and provides attachment to this entity that they feel they are connected to yeah. or they feel that they have the desire to believe in yeah. and it becomes Blockbuster, yeah. then tomorrow one Tom, Dick and John will go start up and guys, we need to believe in Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah I, does that make sense? 100%. So all of a sudden from me trying to add and add letters together, mm-hmm. I'm now comfortably saying Blockbuster like it's a word that exists. Perfect. So so one of the ways in which we, I'm always going to... Um, point back to Christianity because that's kind of my my where my knowledge is. Yes. So there's there's a story in the Bible um where a man, a specific man, um saw a burning bush. Uh-huh. A bush full of fire <laughs> that was not going to be even vague from this book that you've read and it, <laughs> it went upon a time. <laughs> no, there, there was a, a a bush that was on fire but wasn't consumed. And spoke this from this bush spoke a word or a voice saying look you should go and do something you should go do this you go do that and then this person said who who, who am I going to say that sent me yes and they said I am okay the voice said I am sent me to say I am and that's the kind of what we're saying is that I am is whatever I am is yeah that's what you were saying yeah that's what I'm saying so yeah. wh- whatever whatever God is that is what God is mm-hmm. so whatever I am is what I am okay so that's just, just that's, that's, that's naming something that's not that's not it's hard to name yeah Plocosta isn't it correct so let's go for let's go forward. So this is my belief that we are spiritual beings with a spiritual existence housed in human flesh. Um and as we live, as we grow, as we learn, as we understand, we get better and deeper and that's the purpose of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is is that the, this consciousness to use a better, use of a better word decided at one point to create creation or to manifest creation, however, whatever words resonates with you. Right. And from that manifestation, desire to have a better understanding of himself. Right. Yeah. So I believe in us is a consciousness and that consciousness that is in us is the supreme divine consciousness. Okay. And as we learn more about ourselves as we experience one another, as we experience the world, we are the divine consciousness experiencing himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And yes. that I believe is the purpose of um, our existence. As sure. So, you know, let me slightly divert you a little bit. Yeah? Yep, go for it. So the naiveness of my mind yep. draws me to try and simplify my existence. Yep, that's fine. Okay. In terms of that potentially I might think of me with this divine. Yeah. Okay. And yet, actually, the divine is me picking up an ant and putting it in an ant whatever farm thing. You know those things that they make of ant farms? Like an ant's nest farm. Ant's yeah, nest yeah. or something. And I put two or three. But because those ants have got a certain level of intellect, they start trying to work out how the divine, all of a sudden, the ants, I'm plocosta to those ants. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But because it's way too big for them, because I've put them in this big ball, a balloon ball, and Correct. they're living their lives and everything Correct. is humongous. Correct. From their perspective, yeah. they believe that there is this powerful entity that creates life that does not, you know, because their intellect is kind of like 100%. Evolving, yeah? 100%. And I try to simplify myself sometimes that way to be that are we ignorantly, whatever, intelligent, ignorant, whatever you call it. Intelligently yeah? ignorant. Yeah, intelligently yeah, ignorant that we are always trying to answer a question that maybe might be right in front of our eyes. Yeah. But because we are too small to see that, then for us, the world, the universe, whatever is so big 
but we are purely an aunt. So th- this is one of the things which means, which is one of the reasons why I can't hold on to the faith that I once did. Okay. Because Christianity, to some extent, has has a box. It has a, and I say a box, but it has a book, really, mm-hmm. is, is, is what I'm trying to say, is that it has a book which defines what God is and has defined what God is and limited God to this book. Okay. Yeah? Depending on your perspective of what the scriptures is. Some people will say that the Holy Scriptures is just something that points us towards God and God is bigger than the scriptures. Yeah. Some would say God has perfectly revealed himself in the scriptures. Okay. So us learning the scriptures, loving the Bible, this, that, and the other is us experiencing and understanding God better. Yeah. I would say that God, the divine, the supreme consciousness is way bigger than anything we could ever imagine. And if you think that we could define this God by 66 books or even by all of the religious books in the world yeah. that's come and gone, I think you'll be sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think God, the, the divine, the God of the universe can reveal himself even to me, even to you in many different ways that were not written in the book. Sure. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And I think that's true. I think, I always tell people, you know, I'm a Christian. Now let me introduce my side of it. I'm a yep. Christian, you know. I'm a firm believer in the entity that is God, you know, that um, that I walk and say, you know what, I walk in that path. Yeah. So when can I ask you a question? Yes. When you say you're a Christian, what do you mean by that? So specific. No, that, that's, where, that's what I'm trying to get. To. That's what I'm it. trying to get to. But me, my Christianity is the stubborn Christianity, in that I still believe that even when I'm at the gates of heaven and I'm supposed to answer for my actions on earth, I will still challenge God with, "Oh, by the way, I need more time because you gave me the mind to think about things, and I had yet decided." Oh. I was still in the wrong ways of my time, you know, because I always challenge that if I have a finite time, why not let me know when that finite time is so that I can act appropriately to that time? Yeah. Does that make sense? That's why I said I'm the stubborn Christian thing. This is the direction that continuously disturbs me. Yeah. So for the perspective of growth, for me to connect with my divine, Okay, because my divine is not what my bishop tells me my divine is. My divine is how do I hear my bishop's words and how do I interpret them for me to connect with my divine? So let me let me just go a little bit further. Yes. It's it's for me, I I use interchangeable words okay. because I want our listeners to be able to fully get what I'm trying to say. Sure. So from your perspective, I'd ask you because you're using words that I kind of use like divine. Yes. Um, But you've defined yourself as a Christian. Yes. So. So let's go back to different definitions first. So Christianity, for me, for me to claim that I'm a Christian at one point, yeah. it was that I believe that Jesus not only lived, yep. that he died and he rose again. Mm-hmm. And that all of life, that we must repent and put our faith in him so that not only can we get a um, relationship, better relationship with God, he is now our father. Mm-hmm. We are now his son. He looks at us as um, with the same beauty desire as he once looked at jesus yes he now looks at us like that Mm -hmm. so because of that basic like the whole idea of atonement and things of that nature that's what i would call christianity Mm -hmm. so when someone's when kind of you you were saying or anyone says i'm a stubborn christian it's my question is what do you mean by that because it could be that you affirm them that jesus is the only way to the father and or you don't affirm that so no, so there is what I call why I call myself a stubborn Christian is because I have different phases of my life in my Christianity. Come what may, okay, come what may, this is my belief. Come what may, each and every person is born out of the religion that they end up in or that they walk through in their life. What yeah. I mean by that is that when I was born, 
I was not a Christian. Yeah. Okay. I was not, even if I was born from Christian parents, from whatever, because yeah, yeah. Christianity says I have to present myself to believe and invite God into my heart. Does that make sense? So then through the introductions and through everything that was given to me, I then started saying, you know what, I'm walking in this path. I'm then starting to connect that, you know what, when something is, I'm feeling so pressed, oh, I'm, I want to, I want to celebrate. I thank the Lord above in my religion yeah, yeah. for what he has availed me and the possibility he has given me. Yeah. But that's because there was a certain point in time where my intellect started connecting with, I don't care whether it was mom, whether it was auntie, whether it was brother, whether it was friend that introduced me to this religion. My intellect now connects between me and the entity that is God in this religion. Yeah. yeah? And so, then I'm aligning myself. So then I start having the belief of, yes, Jesus came. Yes, he saved, you know, died yeah, for yeah. our sins. Yes, because those things align me to this uh, moment in which I'm in. So like, for example, the people, the time when people walked for Black Lives Matter after George Floyd, there was, there was that entity that aligned them to that moment. They were all in that moment. Yeah. So most, for me, from my perspective, as a Christian, I am in that moment of Christianity. Yeah. And do, do, does that make sense? Yeah. Speak, speak more. I'm yeah. Trying, yeah. So I am in that moment of Christianity. Why? Because I have a belief from the things that they have read, from the people I've spoken to, from, you know, all the possible interpretations. So, and also from my misunderstanding of life in itself that I have the urge to, you know what? There has to be something beyond me that participated in my creation. Like you said, where there's creation, there's a creator. So clarity purposes. Yes. Clarity purposes. <clears throat> Same question I want to ask for anybody who asks these questions. Yeah. Is your belief in that there is a God or is your belief that there is a Christian God? In my belief is that there is a creator and that creator has been named God through my path. It doesn't make sense. Because for someone else, let me let me look at the Muslims. The Muslims, they Allah. Yeah. So, so let me, whatever, yeah? yeah. Muhammad, peace be upon him. And all those things. Does that make sense? And all these uh, allocations, okay, and not to disrespect, but we all have that that we've not that that is beyond our understanding so this this might be easier yes. this might be easier sorry there's there's generally speaking there's four kind of ways in which you can uh, ha- deal with god okay you can either be an atheist an yep. atheist believes that there is no god yep. god does not exist you can either be a theist right. which believes that there is a god yeah you could be um a gnostic which says there is no god and they're 100% sure of that okay What's Agnostic. the difference between that one and an atheist? Sorry, the, the, there is no difference. I don't know what I was just saying. Sorry, there's a theist. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, there's a theist okay. uh, who believes that there is a God. An atheist does not believe in God. A Gnostic claims that their knowledge of God thus believes. So, for example, okay. Gnostic saying, I don't have the knowledge. Yes. If I have the knowledge, then I will believe. Okay. And Agnostic claims no knowledge of God and thus no God to believe in. Mm-hmm. But there could be a God, it's just that I don't have the knowledge of him. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if I helped anybody by saying no. You just kind of like. But what I, moment, what I was trying to say is, yeah. yes, you could be a theist, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Yeah, but I'm saying, are you not not merely a theist? Just like a Muslim is a theist because they believe in God, and a Christian is a theist. But are you saying that a Christian God is the God? No, 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 no. My God is my God. What I need to try and do as part of my task 
is to introduce my God to other people through my actions, through what I do, and through what I believe connects me to my God. And then if someone else aligns with those things and they're like, okay, let me try and walk that path, and then they're like, okay, you know what? We are aligning. Then their God is their God, but potentially we are looking at the same God. Does that make sense? It doesn't. So give me, just give me a yes or no answer. <laughs> no, because <laughs> it's, not, be it's not a yes or no answer uh, question. No, it, it is. Let me, let, me, let me give you why. Let me tell you why. Yes. So do you believe that there is one God or multiple gods no i believe there is one god one god so is that same one god the same one that is worshipped by everyone as a theist from my perspective your yes. perspective yeah yes so you believe that the muslim god the christian god is the same god they just have different um either interpretations or are viewing it differently through different beliefs and different faiths. connections yeah i'll call them different connections yeah because and often we align like for example Jesus is acknowledged in the is in the Islamic faith. So there is a Jesus that is acknowledged by uh, many different beliefs, yes. belief systems. The yes. difference specifically between a Christian and a Muslim is one says that this Jesus is God, is the son of the father, yes, and therefore should be worshiped. One says he was a prophet, which is a Muslim, he's a prophet, he is not equal to God and is only a prophet. That's why I said our attachments but are the, from different the, angles, but potentially when we follow all those roads, we end up at the same so you, point. So potentially, yep, for sure. So, so potentially, those who believe in Islam or the God of Muhammad, peace be upon him, and those who worship Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, are worshiping the same God. Even though in their different from, from religious my texts, naive, From my naive perspective, okay. potentially, yes. So one, one of the things I would say, is I'm happy yep. to to rock with anyone. I'm not, I'm not trying to put down anyone's belief systems. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian and it rocks with you, make, make it rock with you. Yes. If you're a Muslim and, and Islam is your way, then cool. I'm all for love, love, peace, and prosperity. Yes. If your religion sh- sheds any evil, anything that disposes what I think is the growth of humanity, like if anything else goes against what humanity is about, right. I'm against it. Mm-hmm. So for me, the, I for fully, it. fully align with you because I believe yeah, that the connection that each individual has with the entities that they feel fulfill their faith, and yet I'm also the person that says potentially we connect at some point, I have a lot of respect for each and every person's religion. Significant. Because you know what? They are connecting through, let me use again, um, I will use Islam as an example. Their five prayers every day is their connection to potentially what I also see as our, uh, the entity that I also find as God. It doesn't make sense, yeah? And I'm like, yes, because I see that there is a reward in that unity in the fact that people have faith. But you are right that if that faith ends up that, oh, by the way, no, we need to eliminate this person, we need to do whatever, come and preach to me. Come and try and convert me, but respect the fact that I have a different attachment. And if I do not align with you, it's very critical that you respect that. You know what? I have exposed this person to what I believe yep. is, you know, the, the, what they need to do. But they have the autonomy or we have the autonomy or I have the autonomy to make a choice as an individual rather than you having the autonomy to judge me. Because so you're think, thinking that your faith makes you to judge me. Does that make I, sense? And I think a lot of, because that, that's where I was. Yeah. So I'm speaking from that place. Like, as a Christian, I believe that the Christian God is the only God that existed. Okay. I, I believe if you didn't 
if you didn't repent and put your faith in the, in the person and work of Jesus, you were not going to heaven mm-hmm. and therefore you were going to hell. But that's where, that's where I think for me, I start becoming the stubborn Christian because yeah. when we start adding the terminologies and defining those that, that, that our finite minds cannot fathom because we are not talking about repentance. What is repentance? What is repentance to an to a Muslim? What is repentance to an atheist? What is repentance? Does it make sense? No, well, well, I I get what you're saying, but from a Christian perspective, and because because that's the place where I was, that's what I'm going to talk from. Mm-hmm. A Christian's perspective, repentance is a turning away from sin, right? Meaning sin being anything that God is against, and a turning towards Him again. This is our him. problem because you're you're using one to yeah. attach to another that has only been defined by man. Does that make sense? It has only been defined by man. What, what is mean? sin? So exactly because because you see what what I'm trying to say. What I, again? This is why I called it that our finite understanding. Okay, yeah, is what is one of our biggest challenges. We have to acknowledge that potentially because there are things that we don't know. I'll give you an example. Someone comes and says hello to me, and that is there. Oh, by the way, let me go say hello to someone, and then I tag that as sin mm-hmm. because oh no, you're not supposed to say hello. Then am I right? Because oh, I've dis- defined it, oh, that has sin, and then I've raised my children to say, if someone says hello to you, they're abusing you. If someone says, doesn't make sense. So what, this why would is say? man's This is man's contribution to that that is too infinite for them to fathom. So this is, this is what I would say. As a Christian, Christians believe, and people of other faiths believe, that someone has spoken. Okay. So for example, Christianity would say, the prophets have spoken, Noah, Moses, you know, they've spoken. Um, the, the apostles have spoken. Not only have they spoken, they've written these letters or books dying for us to read. Yes. And therefore, thus says the Lord. Yes. So if the Bible defines what sin and repentance is, kind of gives us indications, then that's what defines it. Yes. If you believe Christianity. If is in Islam, if Muhammad has said, if Muhammad, peace be upon him, has said, look, this is what you should do. Dressed in this kind of manner. Do not eat these meats. Do not eat, do not go down there. Do not do this, blah, blah, blah. And that is defining what it needs to define. But again, so my let, me, question, let me challenge you. Let me challenge what? you again. You remember what I used, the analogies of the ant. Yeah. Yeah. The ant's lifespan is not as to our lifespan. Yeah. Our actions, our impact to that ant can be very trivial from our perspective, but of significant consequence to the ant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now let me let me put on my stubborn Christian mind and challenge Christianity itself in my perspective. Yeah. Our time span is very, very minute compared to these entities that we are think we are saying is God. Does that make sense? Because we talk about eternal when we move from one place to another, yeah? What is eternal? Because our lifespan is very small. Yeah. So what could let me let me put it this way. Could it be possible that potentially in the Christian world they say, oh, by the way, the devil will come and will try to do whatever, will spin you around, will do whatever. Could potentially, because we are so finite in our timeline, yeah, that maybe those books that we are saying are our holy books have just been, oh, by the way, now start. I'm trying to convert everyone to follow this and yet it's the wrong book. But we don't acknowledge it or we don't know it because of our timeline being finite. So, Does that make sense? So what, one thing I would say to you, yes, in response to that, sorry, and I hope hopefully our listeners will be hearing this and thinking, okay, they're having an interesting conversation. I wonder what where they go where they're going with it. Sure, I would say if you were going to define yourself, not you specifically, but anyone, if you're going to define yourself by a specific faith, yes, you have to look at what that faith says. Yes, so Christianity says that this Bible is written on the front, Holy Bible, Holy Script, Holy Scriptures is given by God. 
through man. Mm-hmm. So therefore God has revealed himself. Mm-hmm. So for you, for anybody who's a Christian to, to question what their book says, that's, that's for them. Yes. But for me, if you're a Christian, this is your book. So therefore read it, understand it, believe it. If you're yes. a Muslim, the same kind of way. Yes. And it's, if you're a Jew, the same kind of way with your Torah. Yeah, so, but do you know what challenge with that is that each mind can interpret the same sentence in a totally different way. 100%. But I think that history, human you can even interpret it your way or throughout human history, there's been a certain way I'll, of I'll challenge. Things. I'll challenge in one way, okay? Go it on. was the same Bible that was used in slavery. 100%. Yeah. One of the reasons why I cannot be a Christian. Oh, okay. But, but there is case in point, yeah? So if we don't challenge the interpretation of that Bible in the pursuit of trying to understand what the Bible is actually meaning yeah. or what my holy book is actually meaning, yeah. then I am potentially failing myself. Yeah. Because I might be at that point of a slave master where I'm thinking I'm interpreting it appropriately when actually so many decades later, I will be judged from having misinterpreted, misinterpreted the Bible. That's a, that's a great point. There are, there are things throughout human history, when we look at human history, that was once believed and said to be the norm and okay, which we now look back on and say, wait, what on earth are we thinking? What are we thinking? At certain points in time, so we were th- grown men were sleeping with uh, 13 year old, marrying 13 year olds and 14 year olds. And at one point we were thinking, oh, that's calm. Now yeah. we look back at it and say, what what on earth was happening in human history? That's disgusting. Yes. You just said about slavery. Mm-hmm. During slavery, we, there were people that are saying, oh, this doesn't sit right with me, but it's legal, so it's okay. I don't know. Yes. And now we're looking back and saying, no, that was hor- that was horrendous. That yes. was definitely not something that we should yes. we should bind to. And so it could be another question that we should be asking, maybe when we look back at the human history is, is our understanding of spirituality, the divine deity, correct? And that is why I'm saying that the word that my bishop tells me yeah. is for me to use as my seed stone to try and determine what type of plant comes out of it. And Does that, that make sense? And that's great. But the question would be, and again, question to anybody is, your bishop is speaking from a context and is in his either speaking from a holy text and defining things or from themselves. And if they're speaking from a holy text where they're saying, okay, this is the book that we must all bow ourselves towards, then the question is, what is that book? Sure. But anyway. Yeah. We, we, we digress. We, we digress. Did, we did. Yeah, it's twice we a digress. light digression. Because <laughs> I think spirituality, religion, for me personally, is extremely interesting because of what it means. Mm-hmm. It is a worldview. It's a way to view the world. It's a, it's a way to think. It's a mindset. So, it's so how, how do you then how do you then connect gone. spirituality to consciousness? How do I do it specifically? Mm. Oh, that's great. So, how I do it is saying first acknowledging that there is a consciousness. Okay. So, this is kind of my path. So, one of the ways I kind of shared it with you, but it's one of the ways I say is anyone can count to ten. Yeah. So, to our listeners right now, pause this and count to ten. Yeah. One, two, three, four. They have, they have paused it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> they would have played it by now, hopefully. Um, and then I'd say count to 10 again, but this time, not with your mouth. Keep it in your head. Mm-hmm. And then do it a third time. This time, scream the numbers as loud as you can, but not with your voice. Keep it in your head. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, you'll realize you can hear the, the numbers that you're counting. Yeah, yeah. You have since early on in your in your childhood, since, since you were a baby, been able to think. Yeah? Yeah. Have a com- There's been conversations in your brain. And the same way um, I could look at a TV or I can look at a clock 
and say, look, I am not the clock. I am not the TV. I am the observer of the TV. I am the observer of a clock. I'm the observer of a table or a chair or a view. Mm-hmm. I am not you. I'm not the table. I'm not a chair. Yeah. It's the same way. I believe you could, you are the observer of the voice in mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. And that is what I personally would call your consciousness. Your conscious existence is the observer of your thoughts. Okay. Not the thoughts itself. Mm-hmm. So and I, who's I, the thought then? Is thoughts. So this is this is this is the evil. This is the idea of evolution to some extent. Like somewhere in throughout human history, we developed our thinking brain to start thinking about us as individuals. Some would say this is the ego. It's the self. It's the I. Yeah. Um, and it's been a we needed it because that's how you fight or flight. I'm hungry, so therefore I need to go get food. Okay. I am cold, so I need to go and get shelter. Mm-hmm. I. I'm horny, <laughs> so okay. I, I need to go get a mate. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. So that's the whole idea of the I. Uh-huh. So there is an so in so to, first of all, I would say is to get a good understanding of your consciousness, and your consciousness is the observer yeah. in you. Yeah. So let me challenge you then: is the I the thought of it? What do you mean? Because I am is yeah. you. You listening to you telling yourself I am. You see, yeah. it's it's the vicious cycle that potentially you can spiral into, because if you're acknowledging the I. Yeah, you're only acknowledging the I as the observer who's hearing the I. Yeah, not the observer themselves acknowledging Speaking. the I. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they're saying, "Oh, I am." Yeah, so it's like you're pointing to yourself. Yeah, and yet you're saying, "But the person I'm pointing to, that is myself, is being observed." Correct. No, what I'm what I'm actually saying is the I or the self, the me that is really me. Yeah, is the observer. Okay. So let me put it like this. So maybe our listeners may be thinking, oh, what are they, what oh, are yeah, they talking about right now? Going, yeah, yeah. Right. Hopefully this will get this will get the point across. I'm 30, well, I'm 34 now. Okay. I was going to say 33. I'm 34 now. <laughs> so I have not yet moved on. <laughs> <laughs> the physical me that you can see. Yeah. Yeah. It was not here 20 years ago. Okay. There's something that happens since we were birthed. Yeah. Um, your cells in your body die. Mm-hmm. Around 1.2 kilograms, kilograms, grams, kilograms, um, cells die in your body every day. Mm-hmm. And you, so your I physical, need to lose weight that way. <laughs> your physical body is not the physical body that was here um, 20 years ago. Yeah. So for, let me use it like this. If you were to give me a, a boat, um, Rob Bell tells a story. Okay. If you were to give me a boat and then one winter I went out and there was a hole in the, in the boat. So I changed all of the um, deckings in the boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the next next year, um, the steering wheel was broke. So I took off the steering wheel, put a new one on. If that kept happening, something something else happened every year. In 10 years time, that could be a completely new physical boat. Yes. But if me and you were to go on that boat, I would still say, you gave me that boat. Oh, the boat you gave me, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's physically, not one part of that boat was there when you gave it me. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I've changed everything. Yes. The same part as me as a human being. Yeah. Every cell in my body mm-hmm. has has died, mm-hmm. and there's a new so cell now, that's then, replaced. Let me then challenge so physically then. not the same person I was. Yeah, 20 let years me ago. then challenge Go you on. then. So, what maintains the eye in that body to still recognize Perfect. the eye of the twenty years? So, how I would say it is that's your consciousness, or other people would say that's your soul, or that's your spirit. Yeah? Okay, I would say, oh, that's your conscious, that's your conscience, that's your consciousness. You are you. Even though physically not one part of you was here still the 20 same, years ago. So long ago, yeah. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Cool. So, okay. that's, so that's my understanding of the consciousness 
I, I don't know how we got here, but yeah, that's, yeah, how, yeah. that's my understanding mm-hmm. of the consciousness. Spirituality, isn't the divine? For sure. Yeah, but because if we don't understand we, yeah. how do we understand that that we think is the divine? And we all look at, like, we all look around and say, look, I'm not a table. Yes. Like, this table serves no purpose unless we give it purpose. Yes. The, this this television, this metal and electronics doesn't serve a purpose unless we give it purpose. Mm-hmm. We are not everything else that we see around us. Like, okay. I'm not like, there's something special about us as humans right. that's different to a rock. Okay. So now, again, again, let me be the stubborn mind. Be that the stubborn I am. one. I like it. Is it just the lack of our understanding of the rock that potentially that rock's movement, that rock's energy, because it's being supplied from outside, we think that rock does not do anything. Because for us, our energy is supplied from the inside and we can make ourselves move. Yeah, 100%. But then I get that what rock, maybe that rock's full existence and its reliance is us, is that rock saying, oh, by the way, I'm waiting for that wind that is this strong force for it to move me. And I know my lifespan is I get moved by that force. It builds up after 20 years and then I move from A to B. Does that make sense? Yep. So as far as humans go, <laughs> as far as humans expand in their knowledge and deepen their knowledge, yes. we know more and more things. Mm-hmm. So we can look at a, an animal and say, there is something there. Yes. I can give a command to a dog and that dog does it. Mm-hmm. I can give, um, I can see the way the birds are flying in the sky and they're moving in some kind of pattern. Like it, it looks amazing. It looks incredible. There's something to them. Yes. But I look at a curtain and I don't say, oh, there's something to that curtain. Sure. I look at a a rock, like we were saying, or I look at, I look at a sofa and I don't say, oh, there's something to that sofa. Again, I'll challenge I wonder you how he's because feeling. that it's living, its existence is slightly skewed from our measurement of existence. Yeah. So so I would define things that are conscious and unconscious. And as far as we know, this sofa doesn't have consciousness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's something, I mean, in human history where we look at ourselves and say, I'm something, there's something different about us. Yes. I would go further and say um, that we exist. One of the problems in the world is that we exist as, we think of ourselves as independence. The independent eye, the independent eye yeah. selfish, self-focused. And therefore we have problems in the world because of that. Mm-hmm. Because we think about, oh, I need to get rich. I need to be wealthy. I need to eat. That's why we've got gluttony. We've got people who are not just wealthy, but extremely wealthy and people that are extremely poor. Because yes. we're not thinking about unifying the globe. We're thinking about our own separate islands or kingdoms, as I kingdoms, say, yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. But if we were to understand that look, we're all conscious beings and we exist to experience consciousness one-to-one back to the supreme consciousness and the, the reason why everything that exists exists is because the supreme consciousness wanted to experience it through us. Through us. We would take more care of nature. Okay. So we would take less care of nature. No, because, we take, no, no, because, no, we take no, more no, no, care no. of nature. Because you're, you're saying taking more care. Oh. The reason why, again, that's that's you bringing you down to be being you as a human being. Yeah. yeah. Because you've acknowledged that me taking care, the terminology of taking care is a definition that fits into your, what you've called good. 100%. Does that make sense? But actually, potentially, the different, the aspect of destruction Yep. can also be a good the experience. Yeah, that's, that a fact. that's a fact. So being able to understand those two polarities yep, that's a fact. and saying, you know what, actually, what is it that, because if we are aiming purely for the for the experience, yep. either way, whether it is the subtle, let me water this plant or whatever, or it is, let me put fire on this and let me dry it and let me see how, they are both experiences. Yep, 100%. So we cannot then define 
how we manipulate what we experience because of what we wish we need to experience, but rather simply put us, spread ourselves out in the world for if it's wind, if it's rain, if it's whatever, if it's hailstorm, because I'm experiencing. Does no, that make sense? So I think that's a great point to make. So just for our listeners, what you're saying is, is there really a good or is there really bad? Yes. That's, that's ultimately what you're saying. Yes. Because if everything is just ex- by experience, what can we really call something good? Can we really call something bad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great point to make. And I think ultimately at the ultimate level, like grand scheme of things, I, d- I like to say it like this. The universe exists as a painting. Okay. And in a painting, not everything is blue. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are green. Sometimes there are dark, muddy, earthy colors. Yeah. Some that there are sharp colors. Some that is not so pleasing to the eye at close up. Yeah. But when you stand back and look at a huge painting, it all looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And even though if you were just to focus on the dark, gritty, hor- horrible color that you may not like, yeah. you may think, oh, this is a horrible painting. But when you step back and view the whole painting and you view the whole of the universe, you say, wow, there's a beautiful pattern here. Sure. That makes sense. Which is why I'm saying that. Even it- in acknowledging the ugly, the bad, the disgusting, when you step back and look at the whole universe as a whole, yes. you say, this is beautiful. Which is why I want to say that the correlation or the alignment of our terminology of good and bad yeah. needs to be respected in that that is what we are simply having consensus for, yeah, but not necessarily what it should be. We are simply having consensus because, you know what, most of us find touching a pin uncomfortable, so we should all agree that touching a pin is wrong. It's going to cause damage, you know? Until that pin is lodged in someone's throat and it has to be taken out. No, 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 no. Because potentially, it's like, I'll give you an example. At one point, if someone is um, pierced by something, yeah, one of the things they tell you to do is what? Don't pull it out. Because it's become part of you. If you pull it out, it's going to open up the wound and then you're going to bleed out to death. Okay, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make things like that, yeah? Yeah. Wait until you reach the professionals and whatever. So what I'm trying to say is that that point of where that has now become part of you, that yeah. if you remove it, it then creates a negative effect. Yeah. Is the pin piercing you? Is the bad, the fire that has burnt you? Because Perfect. it's so, just a transition into your existence and your experiencing. If we are going with your um, acknowledgement of the divine ideology yeah. through us, then this is purely... The, there is nothing good or bad, but rather the experience that the divine is wanting to experience through me as an entity that is totally different from someone else. So I would say that's a little incorrect. Okay. But I get Enlighten. your point. I get your point. So the way, the way I would say it is, there are there is good things in the world and there are bad things in the world. Okay. Because there's humans in the world. Okay. Okay. So through certain lenses, this is what I was saying about the painting, through certain lenses, you're going to see things and say that's horrible. Yes. So for example, um, Apparently, like if you were to see a plant, yeah, there's some plants that need an insect. They have certain things on there, a sweet smell of smells that are um, alluring to insects. Yes, yes. Insects get on there, they smell that. They may even see some of the fluid on there that tastes nice and they get in there and they get trapped by the plants yep. and that plant eats them. Yep. So at a micro level, if you look at it, you may say, wow, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yes. But at a grand level... You see, look how these plants are surviving. Yeah. Look how these insects exist. Yes. Look at the cycle of life. Yes. And you then say, mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like, like at a micro level, the death of a child is disgusting. Yes. It's, it's, I don't know if there's a worse pain. Okay. I don't know if there's a worse pain. But 10 years, 20 years after that, that, that person who's lost their child, 
they may have a different experience of existence. Mm-hmm. They may be a different person mm-hmm. after that death. Yeah. Um, rape, disgusting acts. One of the most heinous, disgusting acts that's ever existed in the world. And then a person who's gone through that 15 years later, maybe a completely different person is bringing a, a beautiful light into the world. Yes, yes. Even though that experience was horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I say like, there is no good, there is no bad, there is a beauty when you yes. step back and look at everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when we're close up, maybe it's because of our human understanding. Yes. Maybe it's because, um, oh, that's horrible to a dog. So from a dog's perspective, that may be horrible. Yes. From us here on earth, that may be horrible in 2021. But in 2080, yeah. we may look back on life and say, oh yeah, that was horrible, but look at everything now. Yes, yes. So I'll, give, I'll, give you an interesting, I'll give you an interesting perspective, yeah? So um, at the moment, there's this transition that's happening uh, in the agriculture sector. Yep. There is people at the forefront, quotes, quotes, they call, they say they're at the forefront of, oh, we need to fight for the food that we eat. You know, we need to better plan yes. for the food that we eat. Come you know? on, now, come and on. So then someone comes and says, you know what? We need to start cultivating, let me say, maggots. Okay. Yeah? Because of their high level of protein content yep. and whatever. But then as soon as I said maggots, you are like, ah, okay, because you've attached maggots to the, you've put them on in the bracket of, hmm, I'm not sure about that. Is it the bad side of it? Yeah? Yep, but then that. if you then transfer it to a scientist mind who's looking at, no, actually the food of the future, protein we need take, protein, yeah. we need to whatever, what is the percentage of protein and how much does it fit into whatever, you know, to, I only need a certain small box to feed a big, let me put it, put it this, maybe to feed a pig so that the pig can give me pork. Yeah. Yeah? So what I'm eating, I'm really enjoying the pork, but actually what the pork needs, what the pig needs to generate that pork is protein, and the pig is more than comfortable to get that protein from the maggots. But if I tell you to eat the maggots directly, you're like, oh, you want another chain to use that, that protein to transfer it in what you feel is comfortable for you. Yeah. yeah. It's that aspect of what is good, what is bad. What is good, what is bad is simply through what has been processed to reach a point that we feel it's acceptable to us or it's it's it aligns with what we deem is not uncomfortable yeah perfect so exactly use my analogy if you go closer to the painting and look at a color that you dislike yes then and see a shape that you dislike you're then going to think it's horrible why did they even use that color step back Uh if you step back and see it from the grand scheme of things yeah so the way when you touched on um, animals and food yes uh, there's been a number of um documentaries yep um, cowspiracy. Yes. Is it knives and forks? I think it's called. Yes. Um, seaspiracy. I think is the new one on Netflix. Something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and if you think about what's happening to the us globe to the globe itself, the amount of plastics, the amount of um, fishing that's that's happening around the world, like for for salmon, and yet we're killing so many whales and sharks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things that we're not they weren't even trying to catch capture. If we think about um, the global warming systems, if we think about how we're farming. Like animal farming, um, if you look at all of these different things individually, yeah, they are disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I'm a meat eater, so yep. I fully get like I've seen these documentaries. I've been like, rah, do you know what I mean? I don't like that. Yes, but that's when I'm too close to the painting. Yes, yes. And when I step back and don't look at the painting, or I look at it from a, a bigger worldview, all I'm seeing is chicken. Yeah, that's been cooked by my mum, and it tastes amazing. Yeah, and mum is a good cook, and mum's a great cook. Do you uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. But when you look closer at things, that's when you see the things yeah, that, that could be actually... dis- disgusting, mm-hmm. and you may need to think at the grand scheme of things. So if you step back and you only see a quarter of the picture, you may be like, "Oh yeah, that's amazing." It's so fine. when when do we decide the macro f- and the micro? That's the, that's the, that is the existence. 
that's the existence that we're talking about. Uh-huh. That is the experiencing that we need to experience. So through experience, or maybe even through time, we'll say that's not a good idea. Yeah, you know, and I, I, maybe one day we'll look back at, it, and we may be going for it now. Look back and um, look back at deity and say these religion religious systems that we were thinking were great at one point yes, they're not yes. serving us anymore they're not serving us anymore yes Go you on. know I, I listened to some gentlemen um define the progress that we are making and it's like you know interestingly i hadn't thought about it that way that we as human beings uh because we are evolving because we're experiencing more okay we are totally different from the what we call the young human beings of stone age time yep, go because for, for them their challenges were not, oh my God, my Wi-Fi is down. That yeah, was yeah, non-existent. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, you know, it good. was irrelevant. It, it did not yeah. have, it did not belong. Yeah. yeah. And yet for them, it was, oh my God, am I going to catch that fish? How yeah. do I work to catch that fish? Yeah. Necessity became that, okay, now that was I life. can, it, it, that was life. Yeah? yeah. And now we've moved on to where we are. People are worried about 5G and someone else is talking about 6G. You know, some gentleman that was an astronaut is releasing a master's, whatever thing, because those are things I follow, you know, a master's course and he's talking about space, you know, kind of thing. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. One of the things I'm going to purchase um, because I'm intrigued into, and he says that you're into this rocket you have to manage your breath a certain way. And then you're coming and you're looking at that nice, lovely blue sky. And then at some point it's starting to get dark. dark and then in literally in a snap, poop, you're in a vo- you're in the darkness. Yeah. You know, you don't even realize you've gone past the blue sky that you've been appreciating. Yeah. 100%. You know, this is what the advert. So I then ask myself, at what point do we look at the macro? Do we look at the micro? And when does it affect us for us to feel that our necessity to look at it in that manner is essential because for someone who's saying, "Oh, by the way, the way the chickens are being raised, the way they, you know, with the butter, whatever cages and all that stuff," yep, yep. oh, it's inhumane. Whereas for you, if you're like pull back and look at how much food is how people are being fed because our population has burst so long. Because at what point maybe there was a million people on this earth, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? So, so did you use like same example yeah. um, of the food at a micro level? You can look at each chicken that's being killed yes. or just being birthed for the sake of dying um, and say, oh, that's that was needed back in the day. Sure. Like that, that was the only place you could find protein is to go go and get the animals. Yeah. But now that we've so far in advanced in, in human human knowledge, like do we really need to eat th- these animals now? Because uh-huh. there are so many other ways in which we can get the same proteins that we need. Now we know more about nutrition, know, know more about um, micronutrients and all these sort of things, there's other ways in which we can get it. Yes, so yes. we may in a few years' time say, why Why was, there was once upon a time when we used to um, Kill birth animals cows. to eat. Yeah, yeah. Just for the sake of or milk. Yes. If you even think about it, milk, normally in, in mammals, after a, child, a, a a baby mammal has grown up, they stop drinking the milk. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, we as humans are, are running around drinking on cow's milk. Intelligently milk. ignorant, isn't it? So when you think about it, nature tells us some things. Yes. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, but anyway. Yeah. But how does then that div- connect with this our spirituality and the divine? Perfect. So this is this is my standing at the moment. Thanks yeah. for asking that question. Um, I believe, or well, my my current understanding of things, is that this great divine consciousness that created human beings with the divine consciousness in us is trying to experience itself. Okay. And therefore created the world in such a way that we can gain more understanding of ourselves, the supreme consciousness and connectivity with the rest of the world. So for example, um, let's use something, I, I'm not into astrology, not to say that there's nothing 
that it's not true or yeah. this and the other, but I'm not, I'm not a person like that. Yeah. But we can think about the moon. Yeah. When the moon is closer to the earth, um, or when the moon is out, we see that it affects the waters. Yes. And therefore the waters will go in or go to go out. That's the, the tides, waves, yeah. the tides, all those mm-hmm. sort of things happen. And since we are mostly water, it's not too big of an uh, inference to say that we are affected by the moon going further or farther away. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people, if you work in social care, would say, oh, um, or it's yes. a full moon tonight. It's a full moon tonight kind of <laughs> and thing. And they can say, okay, some, some of the people in their service may act a certain way. Yeah. Um, so I would say that the reason why nature is important to people is because if you, the divine supreme consciousness has put in nature mm-hmm. some things that can help us and support us. Yes, yes. You know, someone, so, someone, someone humbled me. And again, just a slight connection. And someone humbled me, you know, really humbled me when they shared. And yep. they're being in tune with yep. environment beyond what I kind of like, that before then, beyond what I acknowledged. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, okay, potential, there's this, like, for example, you know, oh, there's thunder, there's whatever. Then someone comes and shares, you know, this has an effect on me. I have a certain feeling that I get, or a certain way because there is thunder, you know, and yeah. I need you to know that. Does that make sense? Or, and can you acknowledge that? Whatever kind of thing, yeah? yeah. But for me then, I then humbled myself. I'm like, some of the things that I take for granted have a certain impact on someone else's life. Yeah. You talked about the moon and the tides and whatever and all that stuff, yeah? Well, if the moon is having that much power or that much pull on the water in, yeah. you're right, what about the water in us? What about the sky? If you're constipated, I don't know, for those people that, you know, one way or another, one of us has felt like we, we can't yeah, get yeah. to the toilet fast enough. Go Let me give an example, yeah? yeah. And it already changes the feel that you have, the uncomfortable and all that because yeah. you have to excrete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have to align yourself to go and find that yeah. <laughs> to excrete. Yeah? yeah. Now, what about what's happening when the moon is providing a certain level of tide where you are? What What is happening in your body? You know, is that the divine experience? Because if we are looking at the divine beyond us, is the divine responsible for the planets themselves? Is the divine responsible for the force in the planet? It goes back to that question. I don't know what I shared on one podcast where I challenged my children to think beyond. I was like, okay, you guys, they talk about the you know universe expanding. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, so what, what is it expanding into? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Where, what is that space? Is it a void that now all of a sudden it turns into an entity for it to become space? Because space is not void. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, in space, there is wind, there is whatever, it's moving through. Whatever. Because if you think about it, we are like fish because we are walking through air. Fish are just flying through water. Water is all around them. They're circled all around. Mm-hmm. But we are walking through. We are, there is a certain entity we are walking through. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are completely immersed in it. Yeah. When we, when we are pulled out of it to go into space where it's a vacuum, oh my God, we are out of, the, we are out of what we would call our water. Yeah. So at what point is the divine saying, no, 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 I need to keep you guys in that bubble. But um, uh, is the, our divine beyond our bubble of, you know, the water, this air, the whatever that we are walking through continuously, that when we jump into the void of space, yeah, the vacuum of space, have we gone beyond our divine? Okay, I think I'm trying. I think I'm getting what you're saying. Are, are you trying to get are, me? So, are you, are you are you saying? Let me say it this way and say, it, tell me if I'm right. Yes. Is the are you saying? Are we in the divine? Yeah. Okay. 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 I get what you're saying. So, so some people would some people would say um, 
there is two different circles. One circle is has the universe and all of its entity in, and there's another circle that has God in. Okay. I would say, again, this is just my current understanding, that there is only one circle and everything is in that circle. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the supreme consciousness is everywhere. Uh-huh. You can't you can't run away from him. So if you get in a jet, um, I'm leaving on a jet. Yeah, yeah. Don't know where I'll, I'll be back again. I'll be back again. So um, you can't you can't escape him. Uh huh. If you get if you get into a if the universe continues to expand, it's not going to expand far uh, far enough away to be separate or far enough away from God. That okay. Yeah. 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 I think I think the, the supreme is everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm finding that. Even if we started this conversation again, yeah. we would end up at a totally different dire- trajectory. Yeah, facts. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, because cool. the trajectory we've ended up is nowhere near the trajectory we were at last time. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we can sit down every time and talk about <laughs> consciousness, spirituality, and we end up at a totally different trajectory. But, but I like that. Do you know why? Because yes. I like I like talking about these sort of things. Yes. And if I talk like this in, I may be in a so- totally different place in three years' time. Uh-huh. But I'm perfectly comfortable with um, just being me. Yeah, well, you've just said 20 years down the road, it won't be the flesh that I'm looking at. That exactly, that at. as well. <laughs> that as well. So <laughs> so this is, because there's an, when we think, when we talk about spiritual awakening, yep. and we talk about consciousness or people that talk about being woke, there are a number of things out there mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily align myself with today. Sure. Yeah. In a year's time, I may align myself with. There's a lot of people that, that rock crystals, that care a lot about... Um, burning sage and incense yes um that care about the colors like yes. the colors that they're wearing yes people that talk about chakras people that talk about dark side or shadow work and things like that that's that's stuff that's way beyond me i don't yeah, yeah, i yeah. don't think about those things i don't it doesn't align with me so, yeah um it doesn't resonate with me today okay it may resonate with me in the future but i'm fully aware that, that i'm open to feeling what the consciousness is about whereas when i was in christianity i felt caged in Mm-hmm. I felt like, look, this is my understanding. I need to know Jesus um, as interpreted through these scriptures and nothing else. Now, you see, for me, I feel freer. I find I have never felt caged in with my Christianity. Yeah. Because, like I said, I've, got, stubborn. I've got my stubborn kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. you know? So, and I've always said that as soon as someone feels the need or urges me to jump into the cage, then yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. Because I have to define and I have to walk the path that I want to walk, but I'm very receptive to show me the option, Yeah. try and convince me with that option, then I make my decision yeah. from the efforts that you've put in. Because for me, I believe Christianity is that that is the effort that has been put in me to be able to fully understand how whatever the world is impacts on me. Yeah. Which is why... Worldview. Yeah. Worldview, which is why I really pray every day that when I reach the gates of heaven... And then I start trying to debate with God and the angels. They will give me the time to have my debate and try to convince them and change their mind just in case. I, I do think, well, it doesn't really matter, but I was always going to say that. I don't know if the book that you profess says that that's an option. But <laughs> but the, the book, that, book that I profess on. says that it, the, the, God has given me the mind to make the decision. No comment. Doesn't it? At once upon a time, you've read the book, doesn't I, it? Of course. Uh, well, 
I'm not your pastor, so I'm not gonna. Yeah? No, 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 pastor, no, so no. Gonna... Okay, speak from the book, not necessarily as my pastor. <laughs> go on, he says that you have you have to make the you have to you have to profess you have to be you have to make the decision. So again, this is this is interpretations. I don't know if you want to go down this. Thank you very much. That's, that's this way, exactly my point. The book the book doesn't say anything about having a conversation at the gates. No, it doesn't say nothing about that. But you what will be judged. Say, you will be read your actions. You will be whatever done whatever. The bo- no, the the book says the yeah. book says it's got a list of names yeah um and the list of names are those that are going in okay it's also got another book yeah um which has got a lot of people's deeds and judgments is going to come from uh-huh. which the saints are going to judge them from that's the one the book of revelations and that's when the either, list of name comes up from either, the deeds and actions and blah blah no i think you're, what you're thinking of that's what islam says islam says that there's a there is a scale okay your good deeds will be balanced against your bad deeds right so with me, because of your stubborn Christianity, is <laughs> me pointing at you. <laughs> Go on. You may have a, a different, underst- you may have a different worldview than what is traditionally known as Christian theology yes, or understanding. I know that. That's and true. because of those differences, you you may be comfortable with um, someone who is a Muslim or of other faiths. I think that they all pray to the same God. Whereas some who some people who believe in a traditional um, understanding of Christianity wouldn't be happy with that. Okay, makes sense. And 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 just because we're talking about it. I'll slightly go on a little bit further and say, this could just be my disposition. Yes. Like, you know me, like I'm very, I can get obsessive about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was obsessive about Christianity, that's what led me to go to Bible college, go study and dedicate my whole existence to that. Yes. Um, And going through where I am today, today I'm just like, I really just want to know more. Yeah. And it probably will become an obsession in terms of, okay, let me learn more. Let me learn more. Let yeah. me learn more. You become a scholar. Um, but not necessarily to the point where, like, because at the moment, all I care about is what resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And when I was a Christian, I never heard the voice of God. I, I, I felt like there were things that I could say was, he was speaking to me and saying he was ushering me to do things. Yeah. But I never heard the voice of God. Where I am now, I'm just fully happy with going through life and seeing what resonates with me. If it yep. resonates with me, then yep. I'm going to cling to it. If it doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with me, I can put it somewhere else. And I have a understanding of belief, a belief system that allows me to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So where, whereas before, if I heard someone who tell me a story that um, Muhammad, um, they were saying certain peace prayers to him. Muhammad, peace be upon him. Yeah. They were saying certain prayers or was reciting the scriptures or the Torahs or whatever they were saying. And therefore they had a, I don't know, a miracle happened. Yes. My Christian understanding would be like, there is only one God that is either one of the, the fallen angels, i.e. Satan, one of his demons, who has blessed you with that. Okay. And they were disguised. Because mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the belief system that I had, I was stuck under. Today, I don't have those belief systems. I have a totally different belief system that says, okay, the universe can speak to you however it desires to speak to you. All right. If you are um, walking towards him in any way, shape or form, you can feel... You can get a miracle or things of that nature. Do you think I, I you've replaced you've replaced the divine that you wanted to that you were believing in previously with the tag of the universe? So that once again, do you think you've replaced the tag that was God that you were believing in mm-hmm. and just changed the terminology and said, "Oh, by the way, that's the universe." Uh, it's a t- completely different um, belief system. No, th- I understand that, but yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say because the efforts, the energies, the expressions, the rewards, the takeaways, and the Quotes, quotes, forced experiences because yep. it's beyond your will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still, you're saying it's the energy or it's the force, the ultimatum force of the universe. Does that make sense? 
because you're saying the universe will let you experience whatever the universe. Yeah, facts. So you, you, oh, so are you saying am I? Am I saying that the universe allowed me to experience? So that's what you said. You said that the universe will let you experience whatever you want to experience because it's the universe. Yeah. So you're changing the I to, or you're changing God or you're changing whatever to the universe. But ultimately you're recognizing that there is a force beyond we the people, yeah, yeah. we the human beings. There is that force that is still influencing, which you're calling the consciousness that is tapping, that has spread itself out through each individual yeah. But ultimately, we are tapping into yeah, the yeah. same conscious, yeah, yeah. which is not different from me saying, oh, by the way, as much as we are spread out in different religions and whatever, and whatever, my belief is that ultimately somewhere there's a connection because there's this almighty. Yeah, Does that make yeah, sense? yeah, for sure. There are certain things that we could align. But when you talk about traditional. Yes. There is, that's where it's different. Yeah, but that's why I tell you, tradition is man. Tradition is what we have decided. That's what we are going to yeah. do, you know. I've even forgotten the name I gave the existence of poker something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's that's but, tradition, which why which is why I say that as human beings, yeah, those that are in significantly at the point, like maybe for example, where you hit, yeah, you have to recognize that what is man's influence in this that I'm trying to walk through, and then yeah, yeah, what sure. is beyond man's influence. You know? I always tell people that for me, the, I reached. Let's use teeth as an example. I have my baby teeth. Yeah. And then I have my, you know, for life teeth yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. My baby teeth are the introductions of Christianity to me from other people. Oh, that's good. Someone coming and telling me, oh, here is your book. Oh, here that's is good. whatever. Oh, God, whatever. Yeah. That is very good. I have to recognize that when I grow, yeah. who is in control of the rest of the teeth from the rest of my life? That's good. Yeah. yeah go then I have to start putting those anchors into place. I have to really respect and to know that I need to lose these baby teeth as my foundation. That sounds deep. I don't know if your pastor's going to be happy would you say that. I will teach. I will <laughs> sit down with pastor and we talk, you know, my bishop and we talk. I think for, for me, that's a, that's, that's a great analogy. Um, that, that My Christian faith of yesteryears was my baby teeth. Was my baby teeth. Because it birthed and it made me ready for teeth. Yeah. And then my real teeth Taught me how now. to chew, yeah. taught me how to whatever, but now I decide what I put in my that's mouth. Perfect. And yeah, that's what, perfect. And I'm going to chew on. No, that's, that's great. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I think religion, right? If we look back at history, it's part of our, our evolution as a species. Is yes. that we've always, well, very from very early on, believed in the divine. Mm-hmm. Even before we had any any holy books, we were looking at the sun, seeing the sun rise in the morning, set at night. We were seeing that the sun was bringing us harvest. It was bringing us heat. It was bringing us light. And we started worshipping throughout history. We started worshipping the sun. Yeah. And then throughout whichever religious books you want to tell us a story, it tells us that there was other things that we kind of reached out for. Yeah. This sun had a maker and that maker started to converse with us. Yeah. The Bible says that um, he walked with Adam and Eve in the garden to some extent. Um, revealed himself to Moses, Noah, these kind of yeah. characters. And therefore through their experiences, and the legends of their spirits, we kind of took on their faith. And, and you know, the risk, the risk of that, like, for example, oh. when you've been talking about that, I've been thinking that potentially we transfer our beliefs beyond what we believed in because we start understanding what we believed in. So that again? We start being able to quantify what we believed in. Like, for example, when, we, when people were like pointing to the sun and believing in the sun, yeah. they never fully understood the hydrogen aspect of it and all that stuff. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then potentially, oh, yeah, as, that's good. as people started understanding the hydrogen things and all that stuff, they're like, no, 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 no. We can't start keeping praying to the sun. There has to be someone that created the sun, you know? 
So maybe then we shall start all of a sudden understanding yeah. that next thing and then we push it to the next step. That's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. And and for for other people I want to hear. It's yeah. another way I could say it. The biggest thing at that period of time in our human existence was the sun. Because yes. that's what brought us everything. We never understood Harvest, it. Yeah, didn't, we didn't fully understand it. Is it setting? Is it going to come back again? Yeah. Kind of those things. And I think wherever you go micro or macro, you will always be awestruck. Mm-hmm. You would always think that there is something that brought this into existence. Yeah. Creation is always proof of a creator. At one point in time, we thought an atom was the smallest molecule, was the smallest thing in the mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, we split that and we realized that there is things smaller than atoms. Yes, yes. There are so many tiny, tiny molecules. One person was saying about, the scientist said that you can split the atom so far, I think 150 LBs or whatever it's called, um, points. So it's so, so tiny. And molecules at that level, um, they do something amazing. Yeah. They appear and then they disappear. Yeah. They appear and they disappear. That's yeah. physical matter. You can go so small in, in time, and then how it's tiny there, it is, it's there, there and then it's not there. Uh-huh. Then or, the question is, where does and it then, go? <laughs> and then there's, he says there's one, there's molecules that are so, so, so tiny in atoms that they appear at one place, disappear, yeah. and then reappear somewhere else. Yeah. So if you have to go as small as anything, yeah. you're going to be an awestruck. And now say imagine once we understand it, that part. That. And we're going to go, and this is what's crazy, even if you go to the macro level, yeah. if you go out there and see how huge the universe is and how many other universes is and how science tells us that the universe is continually expanding, look at all these planets, the possibilities that's out there, it makes you think there has to be something there grander be than something, us. Yeah. And that is always in man. Scripture talks about it. Let's go back to Christian Bible. It says there's a, there's a God-shaped hole in our heart. In in the book of Ecclesiastes, like he says about a gap in, in us. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a God-shaped hole in our heart. And no matter where you go, no matter what religion you are or not religion you are, there is something in you that says there's got to be something bigger than this. You know, one thing that humbles me go so much, it. yeah, is this video on YouTube that um, compares the size of the earth to some of the other solar bodies. Yeah, yeah, Oh, um, L- Louis Gigolo, I think. I think it. something of that sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love once in a while when I want to humble myself and yeah. kind of like reconnect myself. Yeah. I just watch that video. Yeah. I just come like, okay, we start with the earth and then whatever. And then and then you get mesmerized by the size of these things yeah. that you forget to look back where earth was. Yeah. You know, you've gone beyond earth and not even, yeah. it's a tiny speck. Yeah. Because you're seeing these B2 something bodies. Yeah, and then exactly. <clears throat> you get me? So that for me, is so humbling that yeah. it supports my anchoring in, so, in the, the divinity. Yeah, in the yeah, you know. So for me to be like, you know what? Yeah, I am that small. I am. Yeah. I am a nothing to that that is, and yet I'm believing that the entity that is my divine, yeah. okay, is the creator of those big things that are crazy big compared to where I am living. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I'm gonna go watch that video today. Anchor yeah, man, myself. Go, go watch it, man. It's it's a uh, the universe, as we know it, is more amazing, more awe-inspiring, more jaw-dropping than we would ever imagine. Yes, yes. We just need to explore. It's the it. solar, it's the solar systems and all that yeah, stuff, and all, all that. that and you're like, okay, there's this, the Milky Way galaxies and these other for galaxies, sure, and you're sure. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. If I am that tiny in the Milky Way galaxy, you know, as I am on this big planet that's called yeah, Earth, yeah. from my perspective. Even my analogy of using the ant into the ant farm yeah. is way too big. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, we need to go into the, 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 the we need to get the coronavirus itself yeah. and put it into its coronavirus farm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if we even 
and we, you know, because then it will be like, whoa, there is a God, and yet it's me yeah. just waving my hand and creating the wind. And then I say at 12 o'clock, yeah. it's going to come water. The rain is coming. Like, oh my God, the divine. So, so let, me, let me say this another way. Because yeah. our, our listeners may think, oh, okay, what's... They may be questioning to some extent. If the whole idea of consciousness and the supreme consciousness is new to them, yeah, I say that's fine. If it doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't, it doesn't need to resonate with you today. Maybe it'll resonate with you in the future. Yes. But there was once a time when we thought the earth was flat. For real. There was once There's upon, a few people still. Correct. There was once upon a time an idea that the sun was rotating around us. Mm-hmm. And then we realized that the universe is bigger than us. Yes. Then we realized there's other universes. There are other moons with other suns and other planets that are rotating around them. Yeah. Even us as individuals. If you look at our body, physical body, like the way the blood bumps around the body, the, the, um, nervous systems the way the our joints the, the amazingness of our eyes like to me you have to be a theist mm-hmm. you have to believe in something what that something is um, um I, I don't mind yeah if you think it's if you think um it's buddha hinduism if you think it's uh the muslim god if you think it's the christian god if you think it's the jewish god whatever it is that makes sense to me. Someone who says there is no God, that never makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. the proof is that creation is proof of a creator. Yeah. Um, and I will never let that go. It's the question for me that I always ask myself, does any of the creatures living in the ocean be able to understand the water yeah. that they live in? Yeah. Because for us, we think we understand the space and the fluid that we live in. I will call it fluid, but do we really understand it? Because you know, yeah. we never acknowledge it, but, and yet we are in it. As soon as we go into the vacuum of space, we're like, oh, I need to go back to earth. I need to go back into my water. You know, when you take a fish out of water, it flaps, 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 as soon as it ends in water and then yeah. you know, swims off. Yeah, the, the, any of those creatures that live in the ocean, have they broken up their H2O? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, that's a uniqueness of us as human beings. And again, this is why I think um, consciousness is so amazing is that the divine, whatever you want to call him, has given us the ability to think yeah. and to philosophize yeah. and to sit down and, and ponder things. Yeah. And I think that's just beautiful. I just think that's, it is amazing. That's another, if I was a Christian, it would be, that's just another way I, I should worship God. <laughs> Spirituality yeah. and the divine, we shall end up somewhere else next time we talk about it. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Two black minds. Two black minds, man. I've enjoyed this conversation. For real. Hopefully our listeners have, this is just another one of our talking conversations. <laughs> talking. <laughs> We've allowed them to listen to our conversations because we, we do this all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, you can holler at me on Instagram, guys. So that's last name Henry. You can holler at Kafson through me. So hit me up if you want to talk to him. Yeah. Um, you can get to us on two black minds. So that's two underscore black underscore minds on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe on um Apple Podcasts. Yeah. On Spotify, Spotify, all the other stuff. All them things. Um, and that would be great. If you are a conscious person, and if you've you've got a spiritual awakening that's happened, or if you're a Christian, a Muslim, or other. Um, and you've got opinions and thoughts about this let us know hit me up um, and we can converse are you a conscious person that should be the question we live with everyone are you a conscious person two black minds two black minds